0: There's been whispers of the succession plan since Sam Mitchell's return to the club and now Hawthorne has made it official. Alistair Clarkson will be handing the reins to Mitchell at the end of 2022. And this big news has totally obliterated the rundown for this week's Hawk Talk podcast. Let's get down to business. My name is Nick Mason and tis your reaction to this massive announcement.
1: Relief. Sam staying. We keep Clarko. It's a good move. Um, Didn't want Sam going off to another club and then... We don't have that future we all expected. This gives us, uh, well, it's almost an eight to a decade plan, isn't it? They're going to give Sam a fair bit of time, I'd imagine.
0: It seems like it. And it would have been painful to see him go elsewhere and flourish because that seems to be the direction, right? Like he, There's everything to suggest that he's going to make an amazing senior coach. Well, apparently Clarko feels
1: that way too because he's done this... Off his own bat. He doesn't want Sam going elsewhere. This has been in the wings for ages. Clarko's seen him mature from captain. Uh, He he then went below Hodge, which takes huge uh, maturity to be able to make that work. Humility. Humility as well. We know he had his pressures. He's worked through those off field. Um, And then he's come back as being absolutely elite. Mm -hmm. And then he becomes an on field coach. And this is, Clarke just been <laughs> motivating him and making him into the best coach he can be for many years. And he wants to see it take fruit at Hawthorne.
0: Well, Clarke is the one who was very vocal in getting Sam back to the club. Yeah, well, he's opposite. the one who approached him when he was at West <laughs> That's Coast. Right, yeah. And they're winning premierships.
1: He has another two years to run on the contract. Uh, Mitch comes out and says, oh, the family would be happier in Melbourne. And uh, he's back at Hawthorne.
0: I mean, there's been a lot online in reaction to this announcement. You know, there's been a lot of conspiracy talk and all sorts of theories flying about. But uh, make no mistake, after watching the um, press conference on the way here, I was left in no doubt that Clarkson was very much... um, He had an active role in all of this. This is not someone that's been shown the door like, all right, mate, out your pop. No, he's been very much in this process for what sounds like a number of years. Well, I know we've heard
1: from Jeff... That Clacko's mm. uh, been there long enough now. Yeah, few times, <laughs> hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, well, and I'm every not... every year at the AGM, he's like, "Well, Clacko's been with us a long time now." And <laughs> I'm that's... not
0: saying that the theories are without precedent. Like, they've come, they've <laughs> I come can from I can
1: hear I I can you know if you turn up the volume on certain quotes, you can hear these conspiracy theories come out. But having said that, today they're pretty much transparent about. Everyone's motivations here. Yeah. And I noticed Jeff put in the last lines that he mm-hmm. would be leaving at the end of 2023
0: yes. and announcing
1: his successor.
0: Finally. I mean, that was his role initially. Which he anoints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was it. He was meant to do that. So, uh,
1: in, in, and he also heavily emphasized the, the procedure involved in this mm-hmm. decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so he didn't, you know, no one obviously, to placate people who thought he'd made it all about him replacing Clarko.
0: Yes. Yeah. But I
1: think I think that it's a great move for the club to put this out there, get this done and dusted. Mm-hmm. Clarko coming to McCartney and saying, look, we need to decide on this. We need to know what the future is. Yeah, And they go to the board, comes back, they don't want to renew Clarko's contract, mm. and, and the way which Clark- was interesting to me because I'm sure Clarko could have just, you know, he can walk at that point.
0: Probably. I mean, Clarko held a lot of power in this, didn't need to approach McCartney. He could have seen this out for as long as he wanted, but he, he arrived at a certain point. You know, you can always, he, uh, Clarko's still got the fans.
1: He could stare oh, down that board, absolutely. no problems.
0: Absolutely. But no, Clarko, in as many words, basically said, no, I approached McCartney and, and, and I tailed the discussion because I thought it was time to, you know, d- you know discuss the elephant in the room. Like man to man, I hate the, the the masculinity tag on that whole thing, but you know you know what I mean. Have honest, frank discussions about what's going on. Don't shirk the contest, as it were. Yeah, it's just being open and honest, and um, if and
1: not having that honesty creates friction. Exactly. Yeah. So he puts it on the table. Sam knows where he's going. He doesn't have to go and present to Collingwood all his best ideas. <laughs> you know that that stopped. Graham yep. writes, well, I knew him anyway, boys. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah,
1: they, they keep it in-house. And, um, I mean, does it put other people's noses out of joint at Hawthorne? Probably not. They already assumed this was going to happen. Yep. Uh, it's been a pretty obvious process. He got his own team. Yep. Um, head of development. Head of development, just building relationships with the youngsters. Yep. You can see him picking blokes out of Box Hill to get mm-hmm. onto the AFL list. Bramble, Newcomb. Yeah, well I think Andy Collins sort Well, of yeah, Andy Collins, yeah. Had Andy, a big Andy. had a big hand in Bramble. <laughs> That's true. But um and then, you know, you saw uh, obviously Sam got Connor Nash in the side on the weekend. Oh. <laughs> so- <laughs> you oh, you got to have
0: a bit of humor, all right? I mean, you know, we've gone what, about 6 <laughs> minutes now, you've destroyed all the goodwill <laughs> and the seriousness of this talk. Ah. Oh, my goodness. I don't think we won't be talking about him, because we absolutely will be. No, no, that's the mention done. And... <laughs> no, we'll be discussing Connor Ash a little bit later yeah. in the show. And the result.
1: But don't but- you feel good about it at all?
0: I do feel good about it. I mean, this is the thing, and I think long-time listeners will know this. This is kind of what I wanted. This is played to script. This is the best-case scenario that I could have hoped for. And yet... Mixed emotions. Oh, absolutely. Because you can't not have mixed emotions. And and I put this to anyone who's feeling down about this. Fair enough. But I ask you, Hawthorne fans, when would it have been the right time for Clark O to depart? You were never going to feel good about it. And you shouldn't feel good about it, really, because he's contributed so much. And there's always the hope and the recognition that, yeah, he is a genius and he can make things happen. You you're always going to feel that way after the guys won four flags, coached the team to four flags. You're always going to feel that way, so it's never going to be a great time to bid farewell to this guy. But you know, I have mixed emotions. I'm happy that we retain Sam. I mean, I I think he's the guy personally. Kygo's been there a long time. Um,
1: he'd have to be there a lot longer to see out another the premiership as the list is yeah going at the moment and how our results are going. So. The board obviously
0: weren't prepared to give him that time. Well, it's as and, as Jeff and, said, it's, it becomes what another five or ten years, and then yeah. that and if, takes him to twenty eight potentially, and that's that's too long. And if Sam goes elsewhere, hmm. who who are we looking at then? Yeah, I don't know. That's the, I, that's why I never understood that we had a golden opportunity, and I'm glad that we've taken it. We've we've managed to. We've managed this very maturely, and I think we've gotten a good outcome for ourselves because if Sam walks out the door, uh, yeah, what what's plan B then? You know, if we're not if we're not keeping Clarku indefinitely, then who's then? Not to say that Sam forced the issue at all. I don't think he did, did he? I think he forced the issue in as much as being good. <laughs> he seems it to do- be very good and well qualified for this. It does concern me that, like, Collingwood indirectly influenced the decision. Uh, look... I think there's a lot that went into this and as far it's as It's just the, incidental. Yeah. Well, as far as the Collingwood influence is concerned, I think them being just a shambles and absolutely awful is something that Hawthorne couldn't have counted on or predicted. Um, you know, especially not for a powerhouse club. You just don't expect it to fall apart that drastically. I and I think everything with Collingwood has expedited this. I would couldn't he have just
1: gone to Collingwood Made all the mistakes that he's going to make in the first couple of years with them and come back. That was always my hope. I mean, you're very much erring on the side of caution
0: there. And then bring
1: all their best players to us.
0: (laughs) You're still after Sire, aren't you? Yeah. You've always had Sire earmarked. But uh, look, uh, I think. Just this raging bull, but anyway, you can't even make the team. Mitchell, um, you're predicting that Mitchell's going to make a a slew of mistakes, and that's not necessarily the case no I think being untried in this saying he's an untried coach I mean Clarko was well but I, I challenge that I, the whole untried thing to me is a myth he's had he's been in the system with West Coast he's been in the system with us by the time he gets to the end of 22 when when he is appointed and elevated to senior coach it's another year with Box Hill yeah so I, I really dispel that notion and I think it's a myth that he's untried. By the time he gets to that job, and look what he's doing with Box Hill. I mean, they're, what, 5-2? and two? And looking really good. They're not just winning. They are thumping teams. So, And he's got an interesting
1: mix of players because they're does. all way too tall to, <laughs> to be effective. But they do move the ball better than the AFL team do.
0: Uh, frankly, there's been a lot of weeks this year where I've far enjoyed Box Hill. The experience of watching them and their ball movement better than the senior side. And also so, the excitement that comes with younger players oh, and seeing Finn and... Yeah, of course. I mean, you acknowledge that it's Brockman a rebuilding... Brockman was good on the
1: weekend and yeah, then Fergus yeah. Green is sticking his hand up every week for another that's, AFL contract. That's
0: right. <laughs> Mate, I'd give him one at this point. <laughs> uh, far out. We'll get to him soon. But, yeah, look, uh, once you acknowledge that it's a rebuilding sort of year or, or rebuilding phase that the club's in, of course your attention turns to Box Hill and it is exciting. But Sam has made it that exciting. Make no mistakes. So... Positive about this. I'm feeling good about it. Did, um, did you get
1: any inkling? Because well, we were standing behind Reeves and Kennet, walked out, and uh, we listened to Sammy. Yep. Not very loud. No. Which was frustrating because you've got to maintain that distance. So <laughs> That's right, yeah. I had to do that thing where you turn your ear that way and then cover the other one to listen. Right, okay. Very strategic. Well, I could hear a few things, but obviously mm. the game is fairly much dead in the water, so he didn't have a lot to say. But True. They're very good at keeping it
0: mum aren't they worth pointing out as well that the um the thing that preceded this big news this big big announcement of the uh, succession plan was the fact that uh sam mitchell turned down uh collingwood's approach he was due to have an interview with them later in the week and basically the news was uh, was broken that no that's not happening anymore he's officially turned that down and last night I bothered to tune into Footy Classified because I was just so interested. (laughs) You do it every week. Let's face it. No, it's been the first time in months. You're a glutton for punishment. That is slander and I will not cough that. (laughs) It's the first time in months I've tuned into Footy Classified because I was just dying to see what they make of it and how they twist it and contort it into a negative like they always do. The most cynical football show you'll ever see. And uh, not one of them had anything to say. They had no no idea that, that this was coming. They, they discussed uh, quite openly about, oh, what does this mean? About Sam Mitchell knocking back this off. But Caro's still going on about, it pro- probably still is, going on about how Clarko's going to the Suns. <laughs> They've turned the lights off, she's still there, doing a piece to camera.
1: <laughs> now, yeah. uh, do you know what I wanted to point out? Yeah. The absence of Geoffrey Kennett from the news cycle for the last couple of weeks.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I suppose that's true, isn't it?
1: Maybe, maybe it's a tell. When Jeffrey goes quiet, big things are happening. I don't know. Usually, when he's speaking, big things are <laughs> happening.
0: <laughs> so, I don't know if there's any consistency
1: to that. So the players were told today, and as soon as he tell the players, it's getting out. So yeah. So then they had the presser. The presser was fairly impressive. Yeah, I'm just glad everyone seems to be um, transparent. But now it gets difficult, doesn't it? Because now you've got two. Voices. You got two points of power
0: and Well not for long.
1: (laughs) One's descending and one's ascending. So if you're a player, you have gotta balance those out, don't you? Yeah, well
0: you do balance them out, but I mean look at the credits of the bank, the the incredible CV that classes. Well I'm just forecasting that most of these succession
1: plans absolutely fail one hundred percent. Well why is that? Due to the fact that Is it the power imbalance or Ego? Um players playing oh, it's like parents. You, the players play them off against one another. That happens, definitely.
0: It, that, that's assuming that Mitchell and Clarkson can't coexist and be on the same page, but I think we know that they can, surely. Oh, yeah, but it gets a lot harder. And yeah, what about the motivation I, for Clarko to keep funding up every week? Well, that that would be interesting as well, but oh, he, he could have pulled the pin if he wanted to. Oh, a I know. Of, I'm just saying
1: it's difficult, and I'm saying this is why it doesn't work. Yeah. And I'm also saying that if Clarko does it... Mm. Like he's a legend, incredible coach. Oh, it's, it's if a, if this comes off, and you know Sam gets his own couple of premierships. Yeah,
0: Clarko is, is that's footy god status. Oh yeah, it's a, right. A, there. It's a new dimension to his legend. Basically, that that would be incredible. And yeah, you can't wherever our next premiership's coming from. Whenever that happens, Clarko is going to be part of that story.
1: Yeah, and and
0: when so. Clarko comes back with his with the World Cup.
1: After he's been coaching yeah. the Socceroos or something, Man United. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> his ambitions are not just focused in the footy world, are they? He has, no. yeah. No, they. You know, before COVID, he was jet setting everywhere and learning a lot. He was an information sponge, as Clarko. Someone uh, pointed out that Craig Bellamy's
1: had a longer tenure at at Storm. Well, true, and that perhaps we've been,
0: you know. Hasty. Well, after 18 years, <laughs> come on. He can't stick around forever. It's, it was. Always I understand. He's going always from he to this.
1: best in the business to unknown. And it's it's normal to have these questions about what might happen. But
0: Yeah, I, I don't want to invalidate people. concerns. a young man.
1: He can always come
0: back. <laughs> He's a young man, sure. He is quite young. Oh, no, relatively, yeah. yeah.
1: So you know how we've had a whole lot of Hawthorne players become coaches. Go to other clubs, mm-hmm. do really well, yeah, unfortunately, when they come back to Hawthorne mm. or if they coach at Hawthorne doesn't have anywhere the same number of cups yeah and why why is this happening would you think oh I don't know, I just when you go through the list it's
0: okay a bit interesting so so this is kind of along the lines of people uh, would argue that Parkin was given the arse a bit early this is I feel like it's following the thought of uh Maybe like Voss and Hurd, and Leppage. Buckley, and it never works.
1: It never works, tears. Yeah, don't try it, Hawthorne. Why it won't that? work.
0: Why is that? Is it because there is some sort of impaired judgment around ability to, yeah. to bring are, someone back into the fold? You're saying they're overrated. Yeah, you, you can't divorce them or disconnect them from the colours and the tribe. So you automatically, you have a a bias towards their ability naturally because they're part of the family. Now, you've
1: said ability naturally. I'm going to switch that and call it natural ability, okay? (laughs) Well done. And I'm going to say that natural ability is something that coaches shouldn't have. Okay, go on. The best coaches don't have that natural ability. When you think about it, if you're good at the game, never really had to study it, comes to you naturally, got fantastic skills, all that kind of stuff, it's very hard to talk to the 80% of your list that doesn't have that natural ability yeah. <laughs> and true. communicate how they're going to be playing and how to get the most out of their career. It's very difficult. Yeah. Lee Matthews, obviously, exception, as he usually is. But you look at John Kennedy, he, he would say he wasn't the greatest footballer, but he knew how to motivate and he knew all the other charms. Yeah, so I... You know, Sammy, he did it the hard way, didn't he? You know, he took years to get a contract. Then he, just the we read his book, the mental faculty to force himself to be excellent on both feet. Yeah, and
0: it's it's an underdog story.
1: You know, he got the most out of himself. He understands how to do that, yeah. and I think Clarko knew how to do that himself through his own playing days. Mm-hmm. I think that's where you can get some real. Uh, well, you can look at Sam and go, right, well, he's going to be able to impart that to his players mm-hmm. and show them how to get the best out of themselves. And I think you're beginning to see that with some of the young boys yeah. you come in with a lot of serious talent. And then he has to show
0: them, listen, your work ethic is probably more important than just talent. One thing that I want to point out that I, don't, I haven't really seen online is that hats off to Sammy for remaining and sticking by us. It would have been very easy to go, no, 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 hang on. No, I am actually interested in this Collingwood job. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. Go over there, make all the mistakes, take the money and come back. But it, it could have been, you know, he's potentially sacrificed a, some big pay. Well, he mightn't have been offered the contract, who knows? The fact that he's shot it down without even exploring it, I think is a... I don't know, I, I would like well, to think I reckon that's, that's credit a, to him. I think that's one way of keeping the IP in. I think it's a credit to him that he, he decided to go with the option of, you know, staying put when he would have had a lot in front of him yeah I, I think it's a free hit for sam i
1: think if even mm-hmm. if it fails he'd probably get another job elsewhere anyway so same with Clark. I think he can he can get a job elsewhere tomorrow oh do you think yeah up at the Suns? yeah does he does he does he really want to be a janitor for the a f l
0: yeah it's it's hard to hard to fathom isn't it yeah it is hard to think of Hawthorne without Clarkson when you talk about eighteen years, that's over half my life it's not
1: just that he's Created structures within the club uh, that will persist after he
0: he has left. Oh, in- incredibly influential! It's it's massive, massive news in the history of the football club, but not altogether bad news. That's where I sit. Oh it no, is. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm and ex- I'm that excited whole about conversation this. goes to bed now, and we can
1: enjoy looking at the development of both Mitchell and the young players underneath him, and 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 watching the evolution of it.
0: Is this where we leapfrog um, Silk Four Hundred to talk about uh, our time at Box Hill on the weekends? Do you want to get straight to that? Oh, I think so. We should just recant what we did on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it was a big day. It was a double header for us. Uh, double header of footy on Saturday. It was a super Saturday um, where we decided maybe at first against our better judgment to go out to City Oval. Well, it, didn't, a, rain. We well, it, did, it didn't rain. We were it didn't rain. Bloody hell! It was cold. Yeah. Well, get to that
1: later. I think. <laughs> I think Marvel was even cooler than Box Hill,
0: but the Box Hill boys were they were too good all day. It's to be expected. I mean, I think one of the things that got me over the line in, in terms of actually rocking up to the game in person was when I read that... Uh, Gold Coast were going to be without a number of players that they couldn't take down with them to Melbourne. It was about 12, wasn't it? Yeah, it was 12. So I was like, well, just licking my lips at that prospect. Well, they did get some good talent in the side, and you could see that. There was just no
1: cohesion (laughs) between anybody.
0: Well, which is what I was anticipating. I'm like, well, it doesn't really matter who you bring in. When you bring in 12, there's probably not going to be a good team ethic. Mark
1: Evans was walking around too. Oh, was he? Yeah. There there were a few um, Gold Coast
0: fans, but there was a good crowd for for us, Hawthorne yeah. faithful. Yeah, it made getting a hot chocolate very difficult. And the chips were awful. But good Tim Sims. <laughs> is, this, is this what people wanted to hear? This is our recap of the Box Hill game, everyone. Oh, we had a bit of fun. We
1: were Exactly. We were um, standing at the front of 3WBC, but we didn't hear much because they had the windows shut due to the weather. And we got to see Fergus Green
0: turn it on. He lit it up, 20 touches, six goals, four, and seems basically unstoppable, capable of anything, just one of those days. And he's uh, he's been performing well. He's a very tantalising prospect in terms of picking him up in the side for real, in the senior side, I mean, because he's been incredibly consistent. I reckon, oh, what's he kicked? Almost, I don't think he's had a week where he hasn't kicked a goal, but he's getting twos, threes, and when he's at his most dangerous, five or six, so... But speaking of consistency... (laughs) oh this is mean emerson jacker oh missed every shot he missed every shot probably two to three of them were pretty bad yeah
1: and then there was that time he took a mark right in front and passed it off
0: yeah so he ended up with zero seven emerson jacker and and ten touches so ten touches zero seven i mean he really got a dose of the yips yeah, that that's strangely enough actually very dominant. <laughs> Ten touches for seven shots on goal. If any of that comes off, <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a clear match winner. He's well, almost best on ground.
1: Yeah, I mean it was very buddy esque.
0: <laughs> that time we get two eleven. eleven, <laughs> but without the arc. <laughs> yeah, without the arc. Yeah.
1: Um, and then at quarter time, uh, mm-hmm. you saw your mate, Mitch Lewis. He was there yeah. cheering the boys on. Mm-hmm. Newcomb was there.
0: Uh, Morrison Okay, I didn't actually see Morrison but I saw Will Day Yeah, Will Day in the moon boot, unfortunately Yeah, which so... was uh, the first sign that Are we I, calling I it? be very concerned Oh yeah, I, I call it Is Will Day done? Yeah, oh, I would assume so I mean, it's if to get a moon boot It We've has to be s- kind of serious, doesn't it? We've got seven rounds left nah, nah, don't be silly about it Wrap him in cotton wool Okay And we'll get to the scenes a bit later But it just it It was an enjoyable display out there without without being very remarkable, Box Hill. They didn't have to be. It was probably the most boring seventy-two point win I've ever seen. How happy was DGB
1: with the win though? He was wrapped. Was he? Yeah. He was out at quarter time and three
0: quarter time, just smiling away. How are you see you've seen all these plays I haven't spotted. You didn't spot him. I didn't spot DGB. No, probably in the queue for the hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah, it might have been it. I saw John Newcomb. Yeah. Having a squiz, it might have been a bit surreal for him. He's I like, had oh, actually, yeah, s- I, I remember this mob. <laughs> I hadn't actually stood next to um, Will Day before, but he's quite tall. He is quite tall. Yeah, and also you have, we got a photo with him. Oh yeah, and Finn.
1: Was that? Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
0: And name redacted. <laughs> name
1: redacted. <laughs> yeah, I think Will's shot up since that uh, AGM. I think you might be right. Um, yeah, Seamus na- Mitchell, though, everyone wants to hear. Yeah, That's probably- what we went for. We went. You went. Hey, mate, Seamus Mitchell, first mm-hmm. time we're going to have a look at him, I'm getting on the train.
0: Yeah, that, that was one of the uh, star attractions for me. That was one of the things that got me down there. And uh, We were only there 30 seconds, and he had a mark in the forward 50, Yep. and he missed. He, he didn't really do that much, which is to be expected. I mean, well, he's had a long layoff. Yeah. So, look, it was, it was quiet in terms of accumulation of the footy, but I believe he led our tackles. Yeah,
1: that was one feature I thought was tremendous from him. For and he's quick. Don't worry yeah, about his oh, quickness. He's perfectly
0: zippy, and and there's sorts of things to get excited about. I feel they're four, they're there. Mm, four touches, six tackles, and uh, yeah, the
1: highest in the side with and, cousins and, with five and Hartley with five as well as Kilpatrick.
0: And not that I was paying too close attention to his game time, but surely he wouldn't have run out the you know most of the game. He would have been rested and managed because. Knowing what he's come from. So I was fine with uh, seeing Seamus Mitchell and I'm excited to see what he brings. Now, the clear uh, favourite to come into the lineup this week would
1: be Tyler Brockman. Two goals, 15 touches.
0: Yeah, yeah. You just got a sense that, um, you know, it's it's been a little while for him and this game marked a sort of recapturing of his best, his most exciting. So I wouldn't be at all shocked if he uh, was propelled into contention for selection this week. And Reeves, 14 touches, a goal, 38 hit-outs. Yeah, well, Reeves is just bloody exciting. And Look. Any pressure? Any pressure? Yeah, on Segler. Uh, Absolutely. Well, you know, again, we'll get to the main game soon, but Lysett dominated both Big Boy and Segler. You can't tell me that Reeves isn't a shot to get back. And one of the main things we noticed on the weekend was that somebody was running around off the halfback flank. And somebody later posted it on their Instagram. Did they? They did, and that man would be Josh Morris. What did he post? Playing in the back line ain't so bad after all. <laughs> well, it ain't so bad when you're cruising to a 72 point victory. Yeah. What, about a, what about a tight contest, he Josh? Did, he did have 22 touches. No, he played well. I was, you know what? I didn't. You didn't see the post, and I didn't mention this to you either. I commented on the post. Oh, did you? And I basically said we enjoyed your game. Yeah, this is the thing, mate. We've been talking about his confidence, and I saw that post. I thought something. Talk to, him up. Yep, something to help your confidence. I'll, I'll let you know. Authentically, quite enjoyed him running around the halfback. Yeah, it's good to watch. His uh, his physicality and the intensity was something that. And this is the thing. Well, I've he's already talking. he's already shown that in in the AFL, but he he was applying his strengths to that particular role. I thought he heaped on pressure superbly. Some of his tackling was really good. His distribution off the off the halfback. A little bit hit and miss, but you know, it was coming off. I, I was pleased, I was pleased with jo- new role for Josh Morris, and clearly, you know, he's copped to that. He said as much in that Instagram post, and <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see if he's used that way again. I'd, I'd be all for it. I'm interested to see if he's uh, if he lines up there next time Box Hill go. I think they have a bye this week now,
1: yeah. I think they do actually.
0: So, um, and then a bit of a, a topsy turvy sort of run where I think they might have um, uh, who is it, Coburg and Casey, and then. And then Brisbane, so of those three games, two of them are well below Box Hill, but I think Casey is, is a top yeah, four clash. Yeah. So that should be a very interesting three weeks. But the for forward line
1: isn't functioning for Melbourne at AFL level, and uh, oh, it's, it's just been weighing on me all week. <laughs> and uh, what are I, they going to do? I, I bet Are they going to f-
0: bring in another forward? You've been thinking about it a lot, haven't you?
1: Oh, because I pick it isn't as good as I thought he was. Oh, no. I'm
0: shocked. <laughs> I mean, very exciting, but it was just a matter of time, wasn't No it? longer top spot.
1: Oh, it's all going
0: wrong. <laughs> uh, anyway. Meanwhile, Geelong's forward line has lost another rook. Have they? Well, Jeremy Cameron's going to be out for several weeks, apparently. Oh,
1: because they mismanaged his hamstring. Anyway, Hawthorne play Frio this week at uh, Utahs on the Saturday Arvo.
0: They do, yep. Uh, I, I had a faint hope that it might be the MCG, but no, we're off to Tassie. And uh, we need to talk about selection, but to do so... We need to go back to Saturday night. I know.
1: I went home after the box hill and I thought I'll put on a couple more layers and then head off.
0: And it wasn't enough? It was not enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was uh, was a rough old night. For me, I grappled with some public transport failures. I don't think
1: we need to go into that.
0: No, it's just the unpleasantness of trying to get out to Marvel. It's all part of it. Then when you're there, because the trams made me late, I was like... Oh, uh, I didn't realise I had to go through a certain gate to get in. That was Oh, good. right, there you go. I, I didn't realise that you couldn't walk around. And you're so fenced up. Yeah, yep. all fenced up like a bloody animal. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, because I was late to, to dinner, I had to get dinner at the ground. And then I was eating up what felt like a hockey puck of meat. <laughs> It was just rubbery and terrible. All
1: right, all right. Well, i got to say, I got the best seat in the house. I I was to the left of where they ran onto the ground.
0: Yeah, I had the exact opposite over the other (laughs) side of the ground. (laughs) Virtually the exact opposite. You couldn't get closer.
1: Oh, I had a great time watching Campbell Brown talk about how shocking his kicking was for that fundraising competition. Yes, yep. God, that, that really
0: was bad Look, we need to talk about the game Keep <laughs> on putting it off. the fact was My experience with this game, it's been a weird one, mate I haven't felt this all season You're detached I was very detached, I told you, you know, off mic I just, um, it was a game of football I just didn't really feel a great sense one way or the other I didn't feel that upbeat about it I didn't feel that demoralised by it It just kind of washed over me So I, I suppose I just cared more about Silk I guess that was the point
1: yeah, I was, maybe,
0: I spent myself watching Silk for most of the game. Maybe the players cared about Silk a bit too much. That seems to be what Clarko has intimated. Well, we kicked the first goal. I
1: thought, all right, we're going to be good. going to okay. be fine. And then Port Adelaide were respectable. Yeah, yeah. They weren't great. But our, our ball movement was terrible. Our game plan fell apart after it got past halfway. You know, there's not much else to
0: say than uh, Clarko said. They were trying too hard. I mean, I, I can't say that they weren't trying, because the endeavour was there. I just I thought, if there was going to be any week for the whole lacking polish line to be trotted out, I thought it would have been this one, but he didn't go there. Well, he didn't have enough shots to lack polish, I feel. Well, I mean, even just coming out of the, the back line was pretty horrific sometimes. Yeah, I thought they set up traps
1: very, very well for us. And... Yeah, and we played into them. I tell you what, the lack of Will Day...
0: Oh my god! For it's a sixteen-game player, yeah,
1: who hasn't played twenty games yet, ridiculously obvious. <laughs> oh like. yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, look at the past three weeks, and look how different it's been. Even yeah. when we dropped the game against Essendon, just think about how different we've looked with this one player in the side. It's quite remarkable, and, and the players know it too. Jageremira said as much. <laughs> I know. Well, we've really been missing uh, Will Day. They're well, not
1: worried about pressurising the young kid.
0: <laughs> Well, he stood up so far, so I wouldn't be worried either. So you'd expect that DGB would come back into this lineup, then, would you? Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure I've said this other weeks. There's a lot of names to to shuffle shuffle around um, at the expense. Of certain other names. So James Warple played a very (laughs) good game. (laughs) Okay, we'll talk about James Warple. 23 touches, 12 of those contested,
1: 9 clearances, 8 tackles, 1 goal and an assist.
0: Yeah, so voted the MVP and I think that's uh, that's a pretty good choice by the Hawthorne fans there. Rivaled only maybe by Tom Mitchell. uh, 29 disposals, 79.3% disposal efficiency and 8 clearances.
1: My boy, Lockie Bramble. Can I I claim claim him now? Yeah. Oh, you. I've always had this thing for the number sixteen. Yeah. Andy Gowers was the first footballer I really liked with his long sleeves because I used to wear them because I'm afraid of the cold.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then he, who shall not be named, and and now (laughs) Bramble. He's becoming quite handy, Lockie Bramble, in no time at all. Sixteen touches at eighty-seven point five percent. I'll take that. I enjoy him with ball in hand. I do. Yep. Join Newcomb. Just the 11 touches, but uh, sort of back to his pressurizing best. Seven tackles, a team-high 27 pressure acts, and it seems to me that he has a definitive role in this side. So his he, defensive he game in. is fine? Yeah. It's the attacking game. Yeah, probably need him to accumulate a bit more footy, but as it is, he's he definitely has a role to play in this side that he's carved out yeah, well, in no that, time. that'll come.
1: The distribution will come, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then Blake Hardwick, Of course,
0: excellent in defence. Well, like Jai, I thought that Blake gave us a good physical edge and 22 touches, 520 metres gained, which is by far the most of any hawk in the game. So I was pretty pleased with him. And then you've got a hit list here, do you? Oh, don't put it like that. Liam Shields is having a difficult month, isn't he? He is. uh, 18 touches, which is fine. But when you're running at 38.9%, just a, a little bit on the gross side, well, he just never seemed to have any separation from his any opponent, so
1: true uh Dylan Moore, I forgot he was playing, yeah, well, thirty percent and then he threatened to kick a few goals, didn't he yeah he's that,
0: very much that player yeah hes he's that explosive like burst player where in the third quarter he notched up seven disposals, but I mean, he went missing again. That's that's what I'm talking about with the consistency. He just needs
1: to work out how he can get involved in a chain every now and again.
0: I think so. Uh, the, the second quarter, he had one tackle, and that's it. Mm. Donuts, apart from that. And that's you know, that's where the game blew open. you you got to do something, like put up your hand and say that we're not going to stand for this and keep on trying and stem the flow, but he just had no influence when it, when it counted most. And 30% disposal efficiency is just... I mean, that's, that's even worse than Shields. That's not so good. Uh, what about Damon Greaves? Well, I felt for him. He didn't look ready. No, he looked totally out of place, which is unusual. He cause... dropped the ball at one point right yeah. in front
1: of me. He was fumbly.
0: Yeah, very nervy. He just didn't look
1: comfortable. Well, he didn't All look right. like the Damon Greaves I, I remember. No, same,
0: same. So just do, had... do we read into this or do we just put it down to... Uh, you know, a Jekka-esque sort of thing, where it's kind of just a bad day. Do you think they got staged right? What, with the occasion? Well, still a few, a f- It
1: looks like a few of the young boys didn't show up on the
0: evening. Oh, look, maybe. I thought our midfield, although we sung the praises of Warple and Mitchell, thought some of, yeah, well, a lot of the play, actually. We got handily beaten. Some of the, the the port had some good explosiveness in the midfield. Oh, did I they? Like... Did they not
1: get the benefit of some of the umpires? The, the umpire in front of me, I yelled at him at one point. Oh, did you? And I told oh him, "Oh my god, I'm sure he was scared that he was out of position." Oh, because he was. <laughs> wow, that's so niche. He was out of position because that's the only thing that really gets to them. If you tell them, <laughs> not not the decision, but their professionalism yeah. and their inability to perform the task. You know, yeah. just to, yeah. you know, I got in his head, really? I reckon. That, in
0: where it
1: that hurts. number thirteen. <laughs>
0: God. Hopeless. Oh, sorry. You just remind I completely forgot until right this moment. What about Connor Rosé? Yeah, Rosie. Um Is it Rosie or Rosé? No, it's Rosie. But he's from Adelaide, so it's probably Rosé. <laughs> 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 well,
1: he definitely knows how to wine. Um, oh lovely. There you go. Very good. Yeah, uh, put that put that in the bank. No, he's a... Uh, well
0: he's a stager is what he is. Yeah, but he's a highly yeah, he's a very good player. He doesn't need to do that crap and some needs need to tell to him. Yeah. And also, Tom Mitchell doesn't need to do that. He's just pantomime villain. There's one guy that we haven't talked about that I know you're loathe to discuss, but we have to because it's um, essentially oh. one of the big talking points coming out from the night. The big talking point? Everyone sure blamed him. Yeah, you know, he was a scapegoat. Fair or not, he was a big talking point. Connor Nash. Eight unremarkable touches to his. Oh, well, he took and a mark. So that was remarkable. (laughs)
1: 82% game time for eight touches. Did I send you, because he took that mark in front of me and then lined up for
0: a goal. Yeah, you sent me the clip. with, With me yelling at him to have a shot. And he didn't. And he didn't have a shot. Or, or I put it to you, he did and it was a bad kick. No, he
1: could kick Miles. No, no. So I'm off him now. He didn't take the instruction. That's it.
0: Oh, that's it? Yep. Wow! No, no. Not. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm not that fickle. Oh, I was going to say I haven't even gone off Mitch Lewis yet. You can't bail on Conan Ash. Um, oh, I watched as much as I
1: could of him. <laughs> <laughs> Looking away at Wyatt times, um, but they pushed him up near the ball. What but
0: he just? What was the point?
1: He does, you know, if he's not attacking the ball aggressively, he is ineffective. I think that needs to be. Written in stone and sent down right. to Hawthorne headquarters because no one looks for him. No,
0: they're not passing it to him. They don't care that he's out there.
1: Yeah. Also, he he seems to follow his opponent way too much because the the opponent's defending you. Mike. Yeah. So yeah, it's just you know he
0: what what was the he point? has all the
1: attributes with a lack of knowledge of the game but, and playing him in a role that. You know, we've seen, you know, Little Moore finds it difficult. Wingard's great at it, and he's an elite player.
0: Well, I'm going to... Let's cast our minds back to being out at City Oval, and we ran into a listener, Liam, right? Yeah. And I, I seem to recall him saying, when we we're sitting down watching the game, we we're discussing... Mm. Well, Name an Irish player that made, <laughs> made a good life as a forward. Oh, yeah, we actually... Yeah, we did talk about Irish players in general, but he, he mentions something along the lines of Connor Nash. If they play him as a half forward... That is just going to be a massive mistake if they do that tonight, Hawthorne. And lo and behold, Liam was exactly correct. Yeah, and, and I'll, we, we I'll... sat beside him, we were nodding along, we said, Yep, think you're onto something there. And that's exactly what Hawthorne did. I will say they pushed him up
1: to the wing at times, and he was near the uh, throw ins, but. Oh, good. It was near the football. As well, <laughs> he, he was near the throw ins, but. End of um, a contract. Yeah, it's just the expectation that he could play that role was. Strange.
0: Why elevate him to begin with? Why put him into the senior side? Uh, you know,
1: well, I they said he demanded it on his efforts.
0: But that's it. I have to presume it was based on his form in Box Hill, which was in the midfield, and yet they not even once tried him there. Not even once. Imagine that. So what was the point? Well, I, I think
1: you know, you got Hanrahan, who was the medical sub. He's been playing in the midfield at Box Hill. He's not going to be played in the midfield when he gets to the seniors because there's better players than him. I understand why he doesn't go there. But I also, you know, they tip their hat to say well done and then they put him in a role where he just gets vilified yeah, by... he just gets...
0: He flounders.
1: Well, he, he gets vilified by the supporter base yeah, um, for not looking any good.
0: Well, yeah. I think what you've pointed out there is it's just a little bit more complicated than him being, say, just not a good footballer. I just... I think they did him dirty, really. Well, they
1: really did. Uh, I... I don't know. You got to give the boy the opportunity. It's up for him to take it. So I see that, and there were opportunities on the weekend, and he did not take them. True. Okay. So but I don't know what uh, happens. At the, line, I don't know what happens at the end of the year. I don't think he's. I don't think he remains on the list. No, I don't think he
0: remains in the team this week. But I'm, I'm really not
1: sure. Apart from him playing in front of me most of the night. Hmm. Oh well. Two quarters of the night, watching, <laughs> That's how it works. watching that happen because he was on my side of the ground. Yeah. Uh, I got three quarters of Burgoyne because he played forward in the last quarter. Yes, of course. Which is, we- which is something I yelled out to Clarko <laughs> as he went down the rooms at half time. He didn't look very happy, mind you. <laughs> no. Uh, well, you wouldn't be. No, he was, uh, he was nothing. Given nothing away and uh, no one near him, which is
0: always a sign that he's not too, not too happy. Well, we obviously weren't going to talk about this game and not talk about Sean Burgoyne. So what did you make of it? Who's going to be the bad guy here? I think I might have said something similar to my brother at the time sitting next to him at the game. I said to him, I am a little worried about the podcast this week because I worry who's going to be the person to say that Sean Burgoyne had a bad game.
1: Well, I think he felt the pressure himself too. I really do. I think all oh, the boys. It's quite possible, yeah. Succumbed to the pressure. I thought he looked a lot better in the forward line than he did on the back line. and I thought they coached to make sure that he was exposed at times by blokes with pace, and I think, yep. I think that would be one of the reasons Greaves was under so much pressure because he had to make sure he got the right match up for Burgoyne back there, mm-hmm. uh, and he wouldn't have been used to that kind of um, responsibility. But you know that happens as a back man. You're gonna if you if you're gonna. If your team's going to play that badly, you're going to look like you had a bad game anyway. I still think that he doesn't, that he still commands a role in this lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would have to say that uh, we were robbed of a fantastic moment when he missed
0: the goal. Yeah, yeah, sadly just a behind. And the 11 touches, sub-50% disposal efficiency, and he was beaten outright a couple of times, which was difficult to watch. And it was a, just an uncharacteristic output. He's played better than that this year. And he still can play better than that. Um, just a, unfortunate timing to turn in an average game and also to be let down by his teammates too. So, look, I, I've got my hopes pinned on an eventual retirement game being the occasion for Silk um, just to cap off a sensational career and do it in style because God knows he's earned it. In in style? Well, but I mean... just G against Richmond look increasingly flaky. Hashtag the new prophecy. Oh, <laughs> Bloody good fun, isn't it? Yeah, it is good fun. Uh, just, just to catch everyone up on this, we are predicting that Hawthorne will be the team to make Richmond's miss finals this year. Yeah. It will come down to the crunch. Round 23, Richmond will need to win to make it and we'll spoil the party. And won't that just be sweet? Yeah, we were laughing about that for most of the
1: game at Box Hill. We were, yeah. <laughs> it's very tantalising indeed. But Sean Burgoyne did everything he could for the side. He wasn't showponing. He didn't demand the footy. Very, very mature performance from Burgers, and uh, it was great to see him be lifted off the ground by Shields and Boak. Yep, his family there,
0: and uh, I didn't cry. Really? Yeah. Surprised myself. Yeah. Well, it was emotional. They were probably iced up. (laughs) Yeah, it was bloody cold. Because it was sitting like right near an entrance as People well. People definitely left because it was too cold. Young families and things. Nah, great stadium though. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. And then over the other side, you got Carlton Frio
0: at yep. the G. We need to move on. We need to talk about Hawthorne versus Fremantle at UTAS Saturday, 1.45pm. Uh, Rick, a listener here, asks, uh, so do we keep Nash and Greaves in for an extended period and see if they can show a bit more or do we drop them for Lewis and DGB? Yeah,
1: you are doing the three week thing for Nash that you normally advocate? No.
0: <laughs> Frankly, no. Not even a not even a pause. No, look this What about Greaves? Much more inclined to give Greaves a go over Nash, but it really just the biggest caveat is if they use Nash differently I'm all ears. I'm open to it. Just you can't have him remain in the team and play this role that he cannot play. He just can't do it. That's the only reason. If they're willing to experiment, then fine. But otherwise, I'd be happy to see Nash drop out of the side. Uh, Lewis will be available for selection. And the way that Clarkson was talking was that Lewis won't be playing Box Hill. He'll be coming back into the senior side as soon as possible. And now that it is possible, I would expect that he's uh, taken down a Tassie. Doesn't sound like Clarko, does it?
1: Is he feeling guilty? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you know, tagged head or whatever the line was.
0: Oh, right. Zeke when he should have zagged, all that stuff.
1: Who has he come in for?
0: Yeah, I'm not really sure. Could be
1: Nash, to be honest. Uh, DGB. I hope he returns to the lineup immediately. And who do you take out? Any of the underperforming backmen. Name names? Anybody who was behind the ball that you wouldn't have expected to be behind the ball on Saturday night. Yeah, I'm still missing a name. <laughs> DGB for a certain um, T.O.B
0: Oh, hello
1: No, I, you know you just, you just pick someone, take him out He could even come in for grease. doesn't
0: matter Oh jeez, you I just of, thought I a just a thought a ranger bias there I, I just thought Ranger for a ranger
1: I just thought T.O.B. went back to his old Try hard ways And not a lot came off for him
0: It's not as if anyone was expecting him to take Mark of the year again I don't think expectations were set like that, but I think people were expecting a better performance than what he turned in.
1: All in all, very much a young side
0: performance. Yeah, I think so. Um, it, it lacked consistency from the previous weeks, which mm. is to be expected. You can't, you, you're not going to bank on a consistent output from a developing side. That's just it was going to happen eventually. And why not against a team that's meant to be contending? Why not? Were you impressed with Port?
1: Big Charlie no. Dixon? No,
0: I wasn't really. You must have been impressed with Frost. Uh, yeah, I thought it was, a, it was an odd matchup. but yeah, I would have tweaked that a bit. But look, no, Port did nothing to make me think the flag fancies or anything like that. Hardigan played well. Hardigan's a bit better than people give him credit for. I think he'll be a perfectly adequate stopgap. Interesting. <laughs> that's what we got him for. Yeah, we did. Yeah. He's not part of the next tilt, so. Yeah, no, that's true.
1: God, there's another spot we have to fill. Hell of a big week in the history of Hawthorne. The only club to have two 400 gamers.
0: I guess we are, yeah. Never thought of it like that. And uh, Sorry, if we could just hit pause there. I think that's one thing that we didn't know. We, we might have done it a lot last week, but hats off to Sean Burgoyne. He's played 400 now. Yeah. The last time we talked about him, it was like 399. It's not he's just gonna. It. It. It's not just going to be 400. He'll keep going from here. Yeah, no, that's right. He's actually in the record books now. That's official, so... You know, we can talk about he was down on the night, but he's made it. An amazing achievement, so we can make that official now.
1: First Aboriginal player to reach 400 games, that's a huge achievement.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: And now we've got a succession plan at Hawthorne.
0: Yeah, wow. There's a lot going on. A lot going on. Apologies that we haven't gotten to many questions today, but but like I said in the intro, this massive news has just completely obliterated. It's, It's turned us all about.
1: What about the question, who would you like to see
0: replace Jeffrey? Well, you're assuming that he's going anywhere.
1: Yeah, he is. At the end of 2023. Yeah, you say that now. Do you reckon Clarko's back?
0: Oh, Clarko for for president. president. Yeah.
1: That'd be interesting. Especially if he's coaching elsewhere. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) so people aren't ready for that. People don't want to think about that right now. Uh, No, he'll take... He's
1: definitely going to take some time off, I'd say. he's earned it. Hmm. All right, here's a good question I read from Kim. Uh, How is replacing a proven coach great with an untried apprentice a step in the right direction? (laughs) Even if Mitchell wins a couple of flags, won't we still be asking how many would Clarko have won? This is the beauty of
0: it. You'll never know what might have happened because we only have access to the reality that's in front of us. Well, we'll you don't... Get the other option. You never see it. It's gone. It's another timeline. It's a... You've you know, been reading a brief history of time again, have you, Stephen? Or know, going on? just telling it like it is. You, you, and you can embrace it. It's, it's actually very freeing that you'll never know. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> well, I feel boxed in, but anyway. No, it's great. It's great. It's the same thing as like, let me put it this way, right? So 2012, <sighs> oh. it, it would have been nice. It would have been so nice, but you can't know what would have happened next. If Hawthorne wins that flag, is it Forthorne or is, do the yes. wheels fall No,
1: it's absolutely it's Forthorne.
0: I'm not sure. I'm not sure that it is.
1: If, it ever, if I ever get the opportunity, I'm going back. And Ryan O'Keefe is joining Hawthorne in about 2010 and we just don't play him. I mean, some people talk about killing Hitler, but you... <laughs> <laughs> no, you got your priorities straight. Fair enough. No, I mean, well, you're not allowed to make too big of a what do they call a little wave a, way, ripple, in a time. ripple in time, yeah. yeah Ryan O'Keefe a stone Ryan O'Keefe Lake. not playing for Sydney, I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference.
0: <laughs> but what what happened is that loss spurred on the conversations and the drive to win the next three. If you if you win in 2012, you don't have that same drive, not the same quality of drive.
1: Yeah, all right. Thanks, Paul. I'm just it's saying the, it, it's
0: the grand
1: final defeat we had to have but we'll, ne- <laughs> Jesus.
0: but we'll never know we'll never know whether we would have won the next three or not the fact is what we have is we did win three in a row and that's great and now we're on a new adventure with Sam or at least we will be at the end of 2022 and that is the story we get and we don't have to think about oh but what could Clarko have done we just we never have to entertain it because we'll never see it Will never be proven wrong or right. Yeah, I guess that's true. Unless he
1: goes to another club and wins like three again or something. No,
0: (laughs) that that wouldn't be the same. That would be a different club with a different staff and different personnel. Total nightmare. Well, it would be sad, but that is not to guarantee that he would have done the same with Hawthorne. And you have to know that's true. So embrace the future, people. Embrace it fearlessly because you will never know what might have been... (laughs) And that should be freeing for you, I think, at Hawk Talk Pod. If you happen to disagree, I I don't think that's crazy. Yeah, hit him up in the DMs. Finding no, freedom, don't. finding freedom in no knowledge. Think I've been misrepresented there.
1: <laughs> just slightly. Yes, I feel totally free in
0: the unknown. Yes, I guess it is a little bit ignorance is bliss, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it could all work out. Yet yeah, you don't know. Yeah, we we won't be talking about what could have been if Sammy ends up winning his own three feet. <laughs> wow. Well, you t- can you imagine? I, well, can you imagine? Well, I was, the, I was speaking to someone today, earlier, before
1: this news erupted, going through um, how many boys the old players are having, because I, I heard uh, Lewis is having another child, mm. the family is, and, uh, you know, we could basically start another club,
0: Hawthorne Old Boys. <laughs> Hawthorne Old Boys, okay. Yeah, and just be the offspring of Hawthorne players. The Hawthorne Old Boys will be taking on the Geelong seniors. Imagine when Hawthorne... And by the Geelong seniors I mean the AFL team. <laughs> <laughs> imagine
1: imagine the uh, Hawthorne versus Hawthorne Old Boys. That'd That'd be well. Classic. <sighs> now we know Clarko's completely committed to Hawthorne. Mm. Can we give him a role after the contract ends? Can we put what him you, like What do you want him to do? We can put him on the board, we could make him an ambassador, we could give him director of football. Oh, I don't know if he's any good at marketing, but
0: what do you reckon? Well, he got really pleasing off the ground. This is Next what... piece of silverware, lack of polish, <laughs> and you're saying he's no good at marketing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but it drilled into my brain. This is what uh, <laughs> this is what Khaled19
1: is asking. He's saying, is there another role that, that Clarko can take on? I think they should... Offer him something, certainly. Oh yeah, absolutely. You entertain it. Hmm. I mean, he's he
0: seems too. Or do you need that? On.
1: Do you need that space for Sammy? I think I think oh.
0: probably Clark would say he'd, he'd want to give Sammy space. I mean, it, it seems to be very much something that um, Clarko is entertaining his life away from football. He hasn't, you know, completely ruled that out. And I think these things are fluid, aren't they? Like he'd probably weigh this up the closer he gets to that end date. Yeah. Nothing's set in stone. At the moment, I would have thought. But that's just my inkling. Uh, we had a question on Instagram from Adam. Are you, are you surprised about the speed of the succession plan decision? Oh, well, that's like I was
1: doing. I, um, I don't know. It did surprise me that it happened on the
0: first Tuesday in July. I guess I was surprised because, you know, in a sense, maybe we should have seen it coming. You know, yesterday, the news about, you know, Sammy, Sammy knocks back the Collingwood job and... I just—I didn't think that the very next day would hear anything about this. I just thought like well, run it run its course. Yeah, it was obviously that someone had a word to Sam. Yeah, and said, you know, you don't need to look elsewhere. Well, the the club's comms around this has always been, we're not going to move on anything Clarkson until the time comes. And He's always said, I'm going to see out the contract. Yeah, yeah. Well, which he is, and that's the other thing. <laughs> that's the other amusing thing about this. The media has reported ad nauseum for, what, the past seven or eight years that Clarkson's off to Carlton, Clarkson's off to West Coast. It just hasn't stopped. Yeah. Have we heard from Precious yet? (laughs) Precious? No, we haven't heard from Mike. (laughs) Not just yet. Um, But no, Clarko has been true to his word. He hasn't wavered. He will see out his contract. Well done. Well done, Clarko. So far, Nick. Oh, come on. It's only one more year, one and a half. Less
1: than that. One and a quarter. You ready for this? You ready for this? This is this is cane corns, this album. Oh god. If they have prioritised Mitchell over Clarkson, and if it's
0: at the expense of Alistair Clarkson leaving, that's a big mistake. Oh wait, no, he yeah, he said this last night on Footy Classified. Did he? Yeah. I just completely forgot. It took me until almost the entire quote for me to go, Oh yeah, no, I, I lived that. I watched that.
1: Clarkson who
0: has brought him back to the club
1: Yeah Given him his own team mm-hmm, Instructed him Prevented him from going to Collingwood Yeah Yeah It's at his expense
0: What? So so in Kane's world Clarko is just sitting there being like I can't believe this has happened Yeah I cannot believe it They've
1: given him his own side Now he's forcing Connor Nash on me You know oh.
0: I've made a huge mistake <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God. 18
1: years and look what happens. You give him a, you give him a go, the, give him the bloody captaincy. Never do, do anything do? for it. Never do anything for anyone. It comes back to bite you in the arse. having four premierships. Here he comes. I want your job as well. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Kane sounds a little vindictive. Maybe he's got that streak
0: in him. I don't know. Yeah, you reckon that might be up for debate? <laughs> I reckon it all stems from that um, that time where Cyril Rioli chased him down in the forward pocket that day. You don't think it runs in the family? The amount of times I've heard about Graham Corns and the Adelaide Football Club. I've told you this before, I, as a side gig I do some captioning work. And I do work on The Crow every Show. Every time I see him, he talks about the bloody Crow Show. The Crow Show yeah. is obviously, as it sounds, a dedicated the show. It's becoming a personality fault, let me tell you. <laughs> I am The Crow Show. <laughs> but I, I know more about this football club than I really should for a Hawthorne supporter because of this damn show. But I'll tell you this I reckon every second week, if not every week, they reference the inaugural Adelaide side on this show and how they beat Hawthorne. Oh. Move on. I remember being traumatised by that as a young boy. How old were you? Uh, I can't remember when they came into the league. About ninety-two, s- wasn't it? Yeah, I want to say ninety-two. Yeah. So. I'm- See, again, you you think that I would know? Right I'm now. in single figures. Okay. Yeah. Well. Sam, yeah. I I'm developing language. <laughs> <laughs> and look how far I've come. Yeah. I, you
1: mean back then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my, my first word was BALL! My my actual first word, and this is no word of a lie, you can okay. ask for parents, you can ring them up on my mobile, yep. is actually GONE. <laughs> 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 Which is just ridiculous, because I know you're kidding about your BALL thing, but yeah. GONE was actually? was actually
0: my first word. You're playing peekaboo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, that's what it was? That's what it was. Oh, there you Mum go. Mum would
1: hide her face and say GONE, and then that was the... And but these, obviously in a football contest... Yeah, these days you're
0: like, God! <laughs> <laughs> you coward, <boy>. up <laughs> Been doing it all day! <laughs> Drop that! I was on so much of that television coverage. It was ridiculous. You were, and the funniest thing was that when you mentioned that to me, you sent an accompanying screenshot. Which is like the whole... It was a very wide <laughs> shot of the crowd and you were the first person I saw. Yeah. Do you have fun? Did you feel self-conscious about that or...? No. Oh. Now that you know, you're on TV and... People I've can. been there before. Cyril
1: dropped the hanger, and uh, I was there sort of half Crying. getting out of my seat
0: yeah. in the slow-mo. Drop my Coke. Cyril's put down the car, but you've put down something even more expensive. <laughs> a Coke at the football. <laughs> <laughs> we need to move on. Uh, in fact, no, we need to wrap up. Uh, this has been going quite some time. So uh, 1.45 so Saturday. Yeah, 1.45 Saturday uh, at UTAS. Um... Can we definitively say which changes we're making? I, I reckon. I reckon Nash and Greaves probably both go out. I don't think they were good enough, and I it, think they're easy, easy nominations to be on the chopping block. Frio is certainly beatable, but oh, absolutely. We're I mean, not, just we're not playing well enough. So oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to think of us at the moment. Um, I, I think we definitely had a good patch of three weeks there, and we were bound to slip up eventually. Have like a really bad, inconsistent. Disappointing performance. We've had that now, and I, I wait to see whether we can recapture anything. I, I just don't know. It's um, just
1: that the attacking prowess off the half back line, which is basically our whole game plan, has um,
0: it did deserve fallen it. away? Yeah, yeah, for sure. With Will Day, <laughs> so A- and also German. Oh, German Impy, of course. Jesus, fair bit of talent on the sidelines. Day, Impy, Sicily, Gunston. If Gunston ever gets right again, whew, this team suddenly looks a lot different. Anyway. I tell you what, it makes it interesting, the list management, at mm-hmm. the end of this year. Yeah, it does.
1: So it's more about Mitchell now than it is about Clark, I would imagine. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would have to be. What I like, I think, about the succession plan is that whoever we bring in um, in the off-season, in the draft, um, will get at least a year of tutelage at Box Hill right under Sammy, mm-hmm. which I think is handy. I think mean, that's good. It's a very intelligent model when you think about it. Yeah. Oh, the more I think about it, the more I like it. Mm. But I, I don't begrudge anyone feeling sad about the end of an era, of course. It's you, and, and you always will feel sad. Uh, Clarko will get his farewell game. I, ju- year, I just love that it's on good good terms. I really do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I believe it so, is on good terms.
1: We are so lucky. Yes. To have a club that is this well run. Oh, absolutely. And... and not just
0: by one bloke, but they all work well together. Yeah, I mean, the last time... I'm thinking back to the press conference, I watched it on way. The last time I saw a setup like that, four people, you know, at a table, looking very stern, very serious, they've got some big news. I was watching Collingwood crumble around oh, a report into racism. So, I thought you were going to say Essendon and Asada, but what well, <laughs> well, I mean, it sort of just adds to my point, is that when we get together like that, it's to announce something exciting and fun. Anyway, I back us in this Saturday. I'm not really sure what to expect. And I back us in as far as I don't think Fremantle are any good. I think they're hovering in mediocrity. I'm pretty sure I said that exact thing last time and they beat us. But I really do think Fremantle are in no man's land. And, um, I mean, they got beaten by Carlton. Hmm. So that says a bit. I think uh, Brockman, if he's fit enough, should play. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. Uh, Brockman, Reeves... Um, I'm ready for Jekka to come back sooner rather than later. I'm not sure if it'll be this week off a zero seven 7 performance. I don't think you award that. Well, sorry, reward that. Um, God, who else? I think that might be it for now. The, the, the only changes I'd I'd make as far as Box Hill's concerned. Finn's putting a decent month together.
1: He's highly motivated. I was yep. reading some things about Finn and uh,
0: he puts the work in. Um, Ollie Hanrahan, a guy you mentioned before, I'm not sure. Well, if you're medical sub,
1: you're you, you were either playing in the AFL next week or you're definitely playing Yeah, because I think it's only 10% of retained right, so, okay. as medical sub the following week. Very low.
0: Anyway, do you back us in? Uh, no, not after that performance. <laughs> Fair enough. Can't really argue with that. Uh, now... If you haven't done it already, rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. Uh, You can also find us on Twitter at HawkTalkPod. We're surging towards our next big milestone there, 2,800 followers. So jump on board and join the community and just really lights up when there's big news like there was today. Oh, it just occurred to me. Clarko never gets to
1: train at the Kennedy Center after all those wasted millions
0: of words about it from Clarkson. I've heard it shovel ready. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> you can join our facebook family as well facebook.com slash hawk talk pod and we're on instagram all you got to do is search hawk talk podcast now this is the one if you love the show and want to support what we do and score access to some sweet bonus content you can sign up to patreon all the details are at patreon.com slash hawk talk pod and we want to thank glenn our latest subscriber for jumping on board we really appreciate the support so you got your uh silk 400 t-shirt did you to go with your Got Silk t-shirt yeah, from that's a while right. ago. Yeah, it arrived just in time on Monday morning. <laughs> so, no, I sadly didn't get it in time for the game, but I'm just glad that, I, you know, it's a piece of history. It's a great commemoration of, of a wonderful player, a wonderful representative of not only Hawthorne, but also Port Adelaide and Indigenous people. It's, look, it arrived late, but I'm just glad that I have one. It's at times like this I wonder what our merch would do. Yeah, well, we've actually gotten questions about that in the past week. Really? Yeah, we we actually have. You making this up? For real. So we probably better get our skates on and do something about that. So
1: I was thinking like a wall switch cover with the switch to Mitch.
0: <laughs> Very specific. Okay, yeah, the switch to Mitch. Yeah, you can. Who eye knows eye if that'll be flicked you again?
1: You have you have Mitch and you have Nash on the other side because it's lights out. Oh no! It should have been the other way around. It should have been lights out for Mitch. Oh damn it! I'm up the whole marketing campaign.
0: Spend another episode. <laughs> The hot podcast. <laughs> we'll see you next week. It's a freemantle game. We are a happy team at no! all.